Lovely. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good morning, everybody. And anyway, a big welcome to um, the, the Sunday after the summit. Always seems real quiet. You know, the, all the hordes are <laughs> turning up, and it's just us again. Yeah, we thank the Lord for the summit. Twenty-five of them we've done now, and that's that's quite an accomplishment, really, when you think about it. All those years. There was one year we didn't have a summit. It was 2001. The Lord told us a year off, a rest. And uh, but the next year we had three major moves of the Holy Spirit in the year, and the summit was the middle one of those. And um, that's it was from that point the whole bunch of Australian connections came in, not just the international ones. So we thank the Lord for it all. I want to especially thank everybody today, not only for your support of the summit, um, offerings for our speakers were good, and your support of the meetings. You know, they were they were they were great occasions. But uh, thank you to everyone who worked leading up to it, all the preparation, you know, the cleaning and meals and all the things that go into it. And of course the mango smoothies was a big hit. Of course, they're our very own mangoes, off our, off our pretend farm. <laughs> and not only that, we've brought in another big supply of frozen mango and it's all up there, so, you know, every Sunday maybe. And um, makes good money for missions, that one. Special thanks. Over and above all the other things, perhaps, not only to the staff, but one particular staff member, and that is Cherie. Cherie is sitting right over there. Cherie, would you, um, would you come for a minute? Yes, yes, yes. Cherie works tirelessly and endlessly, and so much that's uh, done and put in place. She's done by Cherie. In fact, she um, does a whole bunch of things she doesn't have to do. But um, Hazel, would you bring, we've got a little gift here for Cherie. Look, look well, it's not so little. But um, this, your kids are growing up now, so you didn't need a smaller one to spank them with. No, you just, you needed a, a big one, you know, for all the cheese you've got to serve your grandkids in the years to come. So here it is. You know, it says right on there, Cherie, with great appreciation, Peace Apostolic, Apostolic Community, June 2022. You remember this, right? All through your retirement years? Uh, when are you retiring? Not yet. No, no, no. Not, not yet. No, Cherie, thank you. Have you got room in the car to get this home? It's kind of big. No but you know, this, you. this indicates growing family, right? <laughs> All the crackers you're going to need. <laughs> no, thank you, bless you. Bless you, Cherie. Don't, don't trip over those cables. Um, last Sunday, so many responded on Sunday morning to that call, the, you know, the, the missionary call, the call of Christ to, to minister and to lead. So many responded, probably for a variety of reasons. And yet amongst all of that, there'll be young people with a really clear sense that uh, without knowing what the Lord wants, they're saying yes, they're willing to obey and uh, give up all things no matter what he wants to do. Now to those I'd say, keep your eye on the ball uh, we're going to begin some, some training and equipping, just you, you, hugely important you really understand the scriptures. On, on Friday night, just two days ago, I spoke to the youth around the bonfire at our place, freezing cold night, but there we were around the raging fire, and, and uh, I felt that Lord wanted me to speak to them about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But it's very important in, in a broader context to emphasize that Christian life, Christian churches, even the really traditional denominations have always formally, at least, and in their official doctrines and in their logos, have always known there should be an equal emphasis on word and spirit. 
Take a look at the Uniting Church logo, for example, and, and various others. You know, there'll usually be an open Bible and a cross and a, and a dove or some fire coming in, always that proper balance. And I said to them, look, it's not that a balance doesn't mean a little bit of the Word of God and a little bit of the Holy Spirit. It means a lot of the Word of God and a lot of the Holy Spirit. And I illustrated those two ideas, but especially ran through a few ideas on the baptism of the Spirit, specifically with regard to all, that this wasn't new at, with the Pentecostal movement. All through the history of the church, there are so many of the great leaders so strongly emphasized the need to get a hold of this special endowment of power from the Holy Spirit. It was Spurgeon who said there was a special gift of power for service, for ministry. You had to be empowered. William Booth, he said that uh, above all other qualifications for the evangelist, the one absolutely necessary qualification was the mighty Pentecostal baptism of the Holy Spirit. And he said that 50 years before Azusa Street. Now, see, that goes back to Wesley, that language. Wesley uh, really discovered the doctrine of the baptism of the Spirit. That's like, um, you know, well over 300 years ago. But it was all through the history of the church. So we're emphasizing that. And, and here's what I wanted to add. Because I had, I had numbers of those young people come to me afterwards and thank me for that word. So it must have touched the heart somehow. But I just wanted to say to young people here and everybody else, start really seeking God. Start seeking the Lord. When you're more hungry, you get more. He said, how much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Start asking, start seeking and knocking. Stay up late at night, cry out to God until power falls on you. And seek prayer here. Go, go and get prayer from David Alley. Go get prayer from Tony Ponicky. He was great at praying for people to be baptized in the Spirit. Uh, go get prayer from Bob Bain, who's sitting over here somewhere. These are guys who've done all this kind of thing before. I won't be here. David won't be here. Uh, it's up to you guys. But seek the baptism of the Spirit and get prayer from key leaders and know how to impart it. It's hugely important. Anyway, um, now down to uh, you know, re retirement matters and, and other such joys in life. Um, everybody moves on in years. In fact, the Scripture says... Your sons will take the place of your fathers. God is a generational God. And what is going on for us is not generational change, it's generational progression. Because the, the fathers aren't going anywhere, and we're very keen to see sons do really, really well. By sons we mean anyone in the church will hear the call respond. And about this I want to say, um, the church and the mission is one. The Lord made this really clear to me in 1994 because it was starting to look like two jobs to me, big demands, that, you know, important church to run, but there was all this other work. And I said to the Lord, this looks like two hats to me, two jobs, and which one of them do you want me to do? And he said, it is not two jobs. It is not two tasks. The, 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 the church and the mission is one. It is one vision, one calling. And some people... If, um, found that unusual to start with, but over the years has been made clear and clear and clear by the Lord that this whole church is actually called to a mission purpose. It's an apostolic purpose. And the more everyone can get a hold of that, the better. It should have been really obvious from the summit when David Alley spoke, uh, a huge growth in grace and in authority and a lot of people would feel that his message was the best message of the whole summit. Thing is, not only was there real depth of authority and understanding, he knew what he was talking about. 
So the Spirit of God's really coming on him, lifting him up for the apostolic leadership of this church. Wonderful thing. And um, so we know that with um, you know, me stepping back, still to be an apostolic covering of the work. In fact, I'm still leading Peace Christian Ministry Limited, Peace Apostolic Ministries Limited. I'm still, I'm still f not retired, still fully working in the apostolic. But I've handed the leadership of the church over to David and others. It taking more the role of a, you know, a coach and an encourager. Uh, you know, it's like you quit playing the football, become the coach of the team. Or if not that, like Justin Langer running out in the field, give him a water bottle to someone, you know. <laughs> You, you, you don't go away, you're still father in the house and, and it's still your work, your calling, because my calling won't, my, my essential calling won't quit the day I die, even if I'm so old, can't do anything except sit on the porch, people come talk to me. But, but we must raise great leaders. And so with others of us, you know, stepping back into that role of, of being fathers and encouragers to others while still doing the work the Lord gives us, other leaders must rise, but they must have apostolic vision. And, and all the grace that goes with it. Now, this, this is occurring, but before saying more about the retirements, I wanted to say that plans have been in hand and, are be, and being developed with respect to fresh you know, input in, in leadership in the church. Been in some consultation over that with someone and with David and Philip since December or January, and, and uh, this Tuesday night, that'll, that'll be discussed at church council. And next Sunday, an announcement will be made a happy announcement, exciting announcement about you know what what that is all about. You be you be pleased, but that's for then and not now. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, last Sunday being a summit, we didn't have long to you know make uh, a proper proper uh, kind of um, you, you know m memories of, of all the years of David. That must come. So we're going to have a testimonial dinner sometime in October, and. We, we did manage to show a few photos of David and, and say a few things, and David, so much appreciation to you. But, um, you know, we've been in partnership so long, he and I can't, can't kind of retire without going on long service leave together. That's, that's the way it is, right? <laughs> so we can sit off in the bush and dream, you know? <laughs> anyway, um, sometime in October, special church night, Time for memories and testimonies and photos. And we had some photos of David last week. I don't have any photos of Tony this week. He'll be pleased to know. But it might, doesn't mean we won't look at them, Tony, sometime. And, um, but we'll come to that in just a moment. Judy, I want to say something. I, I decided during the week it wasn't good enough just to give gifts to the fellas. I want to give gifts to their wives. So, well, no, no. You should give that radio a flick. So listen, to that. this is yours. I've got a real gift now. So um, I want to say about Judy, she's a very caring person, interested in a lot of people and very prayerful. And none of that, very quick to share Christ with people, her testimony. She's involved with people. She loves Christ and, and is always eager to talk about him. She was involved in all of our leadership cells and all of our many prayer retreats. Over the years, we had lots of prayer retreats. We used to meet every Tuesday afternoon. We used to meet the whole afternoon. This was the, the Hoods and the Ponikies and the Appletons and the Alleys. All the kids were there too, because in those days we were homeschoolers. All these kids playing, and we were in there talking, praying, cups of tea all afternoon. Judy was part of it all. And, uh, you know, so full of common sense. And, and interesting things would happen. Judy's kind of 
um, unusually good in, in many ways. And, and one of them was this, she'd be, they used to live out of town, further than we live. And, and she was known to be driving home and look down and see the car was dead empty on fuel. But just put the praise tape on, you know, no problem, drive home. And the praise tape worked for her. But the car was at home, and David's car, and empty of fuel, and the praise tape didn't work for him. <laughs> yeah, happy, happy days. So, Judy, congratulations on being you. And um, so I have a little gift for you. And Hazel, just come and present. Um, there you are, Judy. God bless you. Let's give Judy a round of applause. And no, we, we didn't get it from Solly's. No, no, no. But <laughs> anyway, God bless you, Judy. Yeah, no. <laughs> and you can tell by the, you know, the applause given to David last week, it wasn't just yourselves, but all the visitors to the summit, how much David is well known by so many, uh, loved and appreciated, and a great you know, show of respect there. And um, someone afterwards said to me, and they were, they were quoting Pilgrim's Progress, but they were referring to David, and they said, my name is Faithful. And <laughs> that's the man. Right. So, um, bless you both, and we look forward to having a long holiday with you. We'll probably go to Cervantes and get the lobster. So, um, however, Tony and Carolyn, what could we say about you? Well, it turns out there's lots we could say about you, and we're not quite so panicked. Uh, no photos today, because... <coughs> couple more things to share, but um, by the way, Tony and, and Carolyn are sitting right over here, in case you didn't know. So you, everyone can stare at them while I uh, share this. Um, like Dave and Judy, they came to the church in early 1991, I think it was January, and in no time at all we made Tony and Carolyn the youth leaders. We'd had a big move of the Holy Spirit through 89, 1991, and, and our 16 to 20 age group went from from 8 to 20 to 43 and kept climbing and we had 109 in the youth camp and you know it was a big work and a lot of people to take care of and some kids that really broke through full of Holy Spirit others that got converted but were still worldly and Tony and Carolyn poured love poured huge amounts of attention huge part of their lives into reaching out to those kids and trying to keep them on the straight and narrow and Friday night meetings you know the moving of the Holy Spirit and they were delightful years and I want to thank you too for it but there was so much more sense Tony came onto the pastoral staff around 95-96, part-time at first, then full-time. So he'd been on the staff a mighty long time. Thing is, Tony had a true pastoral call, like I mean a, a, a true pastoral gift. And uh, big heart, love people, would spend endless time with people, helping people through all kinds of difficulties. And um, Yet at the same time, like a lot of people, Tony struggled with what we came to know. We never knew what it was before, but we came to know about the orphan heart. And, uh, but in 2002, we had a huge breakthrough. Tony had a huge breakthrough, and I did. Many of us did. Our hearts so changed, and, um, and, and Tony became you know, confident and, and so filled with love, not just towards people, but could, you know, could trust authority, trust leaders. And uh, again, was so, so faithful, so loyal. And um, anyway, our hearts got knit. So there, there was a great breakthrough. But within three weeks of that, something unusual happened on Sunday morning. 
Lord speaks to me and gives me this word that because I was traveling a bit and away a bit, the Lord was going to place authority on Tony so that anybody that would have otherwise needed my prayer while I was away could get his prayer and they'd get the same thing. And it really worked. And Tony told me only last week that, that that really worked for him. And I said, well, it's still there. So, um, no, he, he was granted authority. He, was, he had this great pastoral gift. He, he was very discerning. He was very sensitive in prayer meetings. He was very good with prophetic words. He used to get great words of knowledge. And we had lots and lots. I mean, we had staff prayer every day. But then we'd often have... We get, you know, weekends of prayer. We'd often take the, that particular group away for two days, three days of praying, waiting on God, seeking the Lord. That was, that was the big thing with us in those days before we got really busy and traveling all over the world. And Tony, Tony was hugely gifted in public ministry. Like for example, he could, he could get up and didn't matter where the worship was at, he could take that worship to another place altogether. They were just astounding meetings. And we had that, the use, the, the blessing of that gift for years and years and years. It was a great joy to us. And the other thing is, Tony could get up and do welcomes to the meeting like nobody else could. And we haven't found anybody yet can do the same job. Like I was supposed to do the welcomes today, I forgot all about it. Like we've got Chelsea over here. Chelsea all the way from America. Chelsea, say hello. Wave your hand. This is Chelsea Pratt, Marie's sister. She's married with kids, but she's come to visit her sister. So Chelsea, welcome to our place. And um, so no, we, we need someone good at that anyway. Um, leading prayer appeals. Tony was so good at that. He'd, he'd, in fact, you know, leading that prayer at the end of the meeting and so on. Uh, these, are, these are good gifts, rare gifts. He was very insightful with understanding people. Uh, he was delightful in doing weddings. In fact, the last wedding he did, I said to him afterwards, I said, that is the best wedding message I have ever heard, including all my own. And I think he should do all, heaps of weddings, but no, he wants to retire. Um, still. He was good at snoring too. Um, I remember when we were traveling and there was David Hood and Michael Appleton and myself and someone else was with us, maybe Max and Tony. And we had the use of two rooms in this uh, Uniting Church camp and we all slept in one room and Tony slept in the other. Because it was like a steam train coming through, you know. No, he was very good at that. Look, we went through uh, all kinds of formative and wonderful experiences, waiting on God in prayer, hearing the Lord, acting out of it, doing things that were different to others, and yet the Lord blessed, praying for community and, and, and um, believing God for things. Tony was in it all. And, and if ever we were thinking of doing something and everyone, everyone felt good about it, but Tony felt uncomfortable, I thought, ah, Time to seek the Lord. And it wasn't that it was a no, it was that one of the details had to be changed. He was, he was sensitive, he was good like that. Been in many a prayer meeting where, you know, Tony would get something, Carolyn would get something. They were a great team and hugely helpful to me. And anyway, then two years ago, of course, this accident, and um, Tony's been on work cover ever since, and has kind of um, just been waiting for all that to resolve itself and which it's now kind of coming to an, an end. And, um, but Tony and Carolyn, they also know they need to kind of get settlement and move on. So it's um, official that at the end of June, Tony will consider himself to have been, you know, finished uh, on the payroll of the church, except of course for long service leave, and we'll, we'll be paying that out over the 
as we go along. So we, the official employment will end somewhere else, uh, like some little time down the track. And um, but Tony, I want to thank you. And um, so I mean, a, re a retirement like this, you you have to have a gold watch, right? Isn't that the traditional thing? You you wanted a gold watch? What turn out? Tony loves watches. You just collect them, you know. You better wear this one occasionally, Tony. The one we couldn't find one in Solis, and um, <laughs> so we just had to kind of go further afield looking for, you know, where's the kind of watch that Tony might really love. Uh, something about Carolyn though. Before um, I get Tony and Carolyn to come, we pray for them. Could I say that even though Carolyn wasn't employed and wasn't full time? Carolyn's service to this church was second to none for years and years and years. I sometimes thought she poured more in than some of the others who were employed, even though part-time. She was a great servant of the church and to me for years. And she was not just in leading worship and leading the worship leaders, but in songwriting. And, but but she was really a go-to person with tricky prayer situations that confidentially couldn't tell anybody, but I needed someone really pouring prayer into it. There was a few like that, but Carolyn was kind of first in those years, first cab off the rank. Her intercession was terrific, the, 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 her leadership in intercession, and then her administration of many things in the church. Back in those days, it was overhead projectors, and so every song you sang, you actually had this na nasty big... Uh, you know, plastic frame with a plastic, uh, cardboard frame with a plastic sheet on it. Well, you had to keep track of all of that. And, and um, she used to do lots of things like that. Caring about the church, a real sense of deep care about church, about people. You know, she'd come and talk and... Um, she's great too with tools, you know, put a hammer in a hand or a saw. And she's a get it done person. You know, we had that building over in Denham Street, Hughes building, we had this nasty old kitchen in there. She just turned up one day with a few tools. No time at all, that whole thing was out. You know, it didn't, didn't take her an hour or two and it's done. You know, she, and uh, I said to her the other day, you know, you could, you could have been a, a driver of big trucks in the mine. She said, oh, I just love to do that. Imagine that backing up to that big hole. You know, no, not sure, anyway. Um, there were many years when Carolyn was one of a very small number who stood side by side with me in ministry and a, just a great servant of God's people. So, uh, but it's not done. Her, she's now at the school and her service at the school is inestimable in value. Carolyn, we thank you. So I've got a gift for you too. And um, so Hazel, um, bring, bring those gifts up. Tony and Carolyn, would you come? And we um, present you with your gold watch. And it's not one of these chocolate ones covered with gold foil. No, no not one of those. And um, kind of crowded here, aren't we? What's, is that one? This one? Yeah, there's, yep, 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 yep. What's that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, so Carolyn, first of all, for you, something in there. You would be the hardest person we know to buy something for, honestly. Wrecked our brains, asked everyone I knew. Mm. Anyway, 
Tony, gift for you from the ministry. Thanks. And a little practical one here from me. Maybe we'll give you that one first. We gave David a radio. I didn't think you were going bush just yet. Didn't get, you, didn't get you one of those. But I've got you something here that I have and I just love and it's so useful and goes with me everywhere. And it's actually called your mate. Yeah. It's actually a rechargeable LED torch. It has four different kinds of torches. It'll hang, it'll magnetize, it'll stand. You can crawl under your car with this. Uh, has so many functions and it fits in your hand. Brilliant light. You, you could burn a kangaroo out of the paddock at half a mile. <laughs> You'll, you'll love that. And if you don't know how to work it, just see me. Okay. That, that is a beauty, believe me, and it's not too bob either. <laughs> now, <laughs> here you go, that's yours, that's yours. However, when you retire, you're supposed to get a gold watch. We didn't give David a gold watch, he got a black one. But then he's, he's, he needs the gadgets. He needs to check his heart rate and his ECG. But in here, Tony, this one, uh, it's actually... Uh, Top quality brand. Actually, oh, do you? You know about this? Know. Not only that. Look at the box. Oh. And so here it is, presentation box, and in there's some. Oh, you've got to push the button. It's a fancy box. There's the watch. There you go. So, congratulations. Thank you. Officially retired. Probably too nice to wear, Tony. Yeah, probably. Put it in a glass cabinet. You know. Um, it's automatic. It, it winds, winds on your hand. And if you've got $400, you can buy this little machine, the watch sits on it, and it winds it for you. You, you don't have to do anything these days. You don't, don't have to do mountain climbing, nothing. It'll, it'll do, it, do it all for you. <laughs> well, anyway, you, you need the box as well. You better. It's all yours. If it was me, I'd be wearing it. I wouldn't care about getting it scratched. I'd show off. But uh, here you go. That goes there. And that goes there. And there's a lid. Hmm? Yeah, a bit too good. Really. Well, it's why we didn't show the photos. We spent so much money on this, we couldn't afford the photos. Yes, we... yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Well, oh, I have a word too. Because you know, you've done all this stuff over the years, and now you know you've had this two years of things been up in the air and feeling like you know you're not the same Tony. Mm. I was in the bathroom this morning. I should spend more time in the bathroom. I often get words there when you're doing something else mindless. You know, what I kept hearing was, "Do not throw away your confidence." And I, I went and looked up the passage. It's interesting. Um, remember those earlier days after you had received the light, when you stood your ground in a great contest in the face of suffering. Sometimes you were publicly exposed to insult. We had plenty of that. And persecution at other times you stood, you stood side by side with those who were so treated. You sympathized with those in prison and you joyfully accepted the confiscation of your property because you knew that you yourselves had better and lasting possessions. So do not throw away your confidence. It goes on to say, it'll be richly rewarded. Then it says more, it says, persevere. When you've done the will of God, you'll receive what he has promised. So right there, Hebrews 10, from verse 32, keep the confidence high. Faith in God. Yeah. So we're gonna pray, Tony and Carolyn, and 
Commend them to the grace of God. We thank the Lord for them. They have contributed so much to our lives and to this church. Probably just for old time's sake, Tony, we should get you up with a little tack onto the worship sometime. You're so good at it. Well, take the offering. You're good at that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Father, thank you for Tony and thank you for Carolyn. And we bless them in Jesus' name. All the people of God speak blessing over them today and favour from God. May your mercies watch over them. Angels watching, your hand upon them every day, add to them. And grant them yet increase. Thank you for their fruitful lives. Continue to make them fruitful. May Tony find so much joy sitting in the presence of God, hearing your voice, knowing you, like Abraham being a friend of God, may he find all of that and more and find that his life continues to carry grace and touch the lives of other people in ways, of Lord, in which you can make that a most wonderful thing. Bless him in all the days to come. Give him good years, many years. Give him good health for those years. For Lord, if anything, you've put him into this situation, you've, you've granted him the grace, a blessing of early retirement with something else in mind because you have never forgotten your servants. And Carolyn too, thank you for what she does, her hard work, all that she puts into that school now and all that she's done for us in years past. I, Lord, I thank you, these are our friends. Thank you for their love. We declare our love for them. Now may there be crowning mercies and crowning joys upon their life. I place upon Tony and upon Carolyn and upon their family the peace of God. Peace fill their home. Peace fill the hearts of their children and their grandchildren and all those who are yet to come. Peace fill their own hearts. We bless them, commend them to you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Final word. Hose and I are going away for three plus months. The first month of which is ministry in the far north. But after that, uh, two plus months of long service leave. Always want to go see the Kimberleys and the like. And that's what we're doing. It's, uh, it's ministry first, then it's rest. It's long service leave. I've been 22 years since my last uh, holiday of eight weeks. And... Um, on this occasion, though, David and Judy are coming. Maury and Kathy O'Connell are coming, and possibly Barry and Robin are coming, just depending on their circumstances. They want to come, so uh, we'll be thinking of you. Send the odd photo, but we'll be away. And uh, I remember the Lord Jesus said to his apostles, it is good for you if I go away, because if I go, the Holy Spirit will come. And somehow I feel has a, an, an application. Uh, I just wanted to say, you know, very often I'm here, I, I 
meet a lot of personal needs. People call for prayer and discuss their needs. You know, a lot of, a lot of people look to me still. And I attend to it so as to lighten the load on others. But of course, we won't be here for that. I, I, the word of the Lord is you have the Holy Spirit. What this does is, I think it will be good for you because it will cast you back on your prayers to find that answer. And the same with the leaders here. With um, David and other leaders, it forces you to find the gifts of God that otherwise I might provide. And I think it's going to be very, very good. And um, anyway, we'll be away a good stretch. But when we come back, we'll, we'll make plans and put in place that, uh, that big dinner night. And... Uh, and just have a lot of fun, a bit of reminiscing and some old photos. There's one photo that Carolyn has pleaded with me not to show. So I've got, you know, I've got a promise, reluctantly. We've all seen it a dozen times anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> and um, we won't show the photo, but we'll draw a sketch. Now, um, <laughs> so how about a prayer together, um, just praying for the Far North Ministry then a moment of silence as you pray for a loved one lost or having drifted. Just um, how about we pray for that whole trip that'll be safe? It's not just myself, others traveling. Um, safety of that, but that the ministry be blessed to God. Keep us in mind and we'll send you the odd email with the odd photo just to remind you perhaps to pray for us. <laughs> Sitting around the campfire. Anyway, pray with me. Father, thank you for this ministry opportunity in the far north. Thank you for all the meetings in Mariba, in Weeper, in Bemiger, the people we'll meet, the, the dear ones. Lord, pour out healing and grace and favour on those meetings and your apostolic words shine through into the hearts. But grant safety and travel. Carry us safely. And watch over our way. I thank you. The Holy Spirit is with us and the Holy Spirit is with everyone at home. So we, we bless those at home. Thank you for them.